0: Hi everybody, Cheryl here on the eve of Thanksgiving and um, it's a snowy day here, it was a snowy day here in Massachusetts and I don't know where what it must be like where you are, but um, I'm happy to join you for just a short amount of time to wish you a happy Thanksgiving and to thank you all so much for sharing the... Um, both this week's newsletter and also the um, the last Facebook Live, where I talked about uh, doing a uh, having celebrating a special day on Friday here in uh, Massachusetts called Forever Home Friday, where myself and um, two friends of mine, Matt and Karen Katib, who own MK Banati Jewelers in Newburyport, are donating twenty adoptions. We're going to um, We're going to pay for 20 cats to find Forever Homes. And um, I just know the goal is to get 20 cats from the shelter into Forever Homes on Friday and I know it's going to happen. I'm very excited about it and I appreciate your support, all of you, with your emails and notes and comments. I love the pictures of your cats um, that I've seen, both the ones that are here with us in physical form and those that have passed on. It's just really, it's lovely to see all of your animals. I love it so much. And um, hi everybody. Let me say hi to Sheila and to Heather and Sarah. Welcome. And Carol and Natalie. Hi. Hi Mary Rose. Hi Maha and Jesse and Lorna and Joanne. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. Gretchen and uh, Dimitri and Christina. Um, Sometimes Sometimes Facebook doesn't let me scroll backwards, and sometimes it does. It's kind of strange. But anyway, thank you all. I'm really glad. Um, Hi, Andrea. I'm glad you're here. Thank you, and happy Thanksgiving, and Sarah and Leah. Um, Hello. (laughs) Um, So, you know, I realized when I set up the Facebook Live this week, I I didn't realize that it was the eve of Thanksgiving when I did that. And I was at the chiropractor just a little while ago, and I went to... um, schedule an appointment for next week. And I looked at my calendar and went, oh my God, I have a Facebook Live at 6 o'clock. So I'm glad to be here with you to say hello. Um, I'm happy to answer some questions. I haven't done that in a while. Answer your questions, give you some coaching if I can for just a little bit. Um, uh, Oh, Athelia, Athelia says, it's wonderful to finally be on my first live. Yes, and you attended the retreat by the sea. Yes, I know who you are you beautiful woman. It's great to be here. Glad to have you here. And Beverly from Sheffield in the UK. And Winsome, welcome to you. And um, Suzanne, thank you. And Pia, hi Pia. And Alexandra and Kendrins from the Dominican Republic, welcome to you too. Um, So it's Thanksgiving here in the States tomorrow. I'm always a huge advocate of gratitude. If you follow my, uh, my Instagram page, which is under Coach on Call, I always, every single night, and I've done it I think for the last two years, maybe even three years, I post a list of five things that I'm grateful for, and I invite you to do the same. And then I go back the next day, and I love reading about the uh, all the different things that you feel grateful for. It reminds me to feel grateful of things. I read through the lists, and I think oh yeah, I'm grateful for that too. Or, oh, that happened to me as well. Or I learn about the fact that, you know, we're not only grateful for external things like the food we eat or the warm home. I think about that today, the warm home that we have because it's really cold out um, or the air that we breathe. But sometimes people will post things like, you know, they're grateful for internal things like the courage that they have or the patience that's Being developed or their spiritual practice, uh, their ability to take good care of themselves, to practice better self-care. These are also wonderful things to be grateful for. I also want to say that sometimes it's really helpful and important to be grateful for the things that are hard. To look back over the last year at the things that really challenged you or felt so um, difficult or unbearable or just hard and how they have molded and shaped who you've become now. Certainly I think about losing um, Poupon, my cat, a year ago. And uh, if you told me a year ago that at some point I would find something to feel thankful for in relation to that, I would have told you you were crazy. And I actually probably Would have been upset and wouldn't have wanted to hear it because it was just too painful a loss. However, um, today as much as I wish he were here with me, and I know some of you have recently lost animals too. I get lots of emails from people. As much as I wish he were here with me, probably one of the biggest things I'm grateful for is learning to be with the process of grief, having lost a being that was um, one of the closest beings I've had in my life. Animals share that special bond with us, right? Because they spend every moment of every day with us in some of the most intimate times and some of the most just normal average everyday times. But they are a part of our consciousness and a part of our home and a part of our energy system. And losing beings um that are that special and that close and beings who provide such a sense of unconditional love, pure, pure love. <laughs> I know you know what I mean. Knowing that I can survive that kind of loss, in my mind, prepares me for the other losses that are inevitable. Assuming that I stick around here, you know, knowing that I may lose loved ones, family members, friends, um, You know, people very close to me. I've been able to observe the grieving process over the last year at times and I recognize that we actually do get through it. We do um, make it through the tough times. And I've learned a lot about how to get through it, how to make it through the difficult times. And for that I'm really grateful. And I'm grateful also for all of the um, lessons as I think of my cat coupon as a soul animal because I believe some of the animals that we share our lives with are, they're soul animals. When I think of him as a soul animal, what I realize is that his presence here taught me a lot about how to be in the world. He had very good boundaries. If he didn't wanna do something, he wasn't gonna do it. He was um, loving and affectionate. He was very playful. He needed to move his body every day. He was a very strong and determined cat and loved running around the house all the time. He napped, <laughs> he napped when he needed to rest, he napped a lot, and just observing these behaviors, his loving ways, his fierce protectedness, his defendedness when he needed to be, his ability to rest and to play and to move his body, were all such um modeled such lessons for just good basic self care as human beings and so um and then the other thing I think about, especially those those of you with dogs know what I'm talking about. I just going to take a sip of cocoa. Oh, look at this. This is my, can you see this? <laughs> my old cat, for the longest time I couldn't use this because it made me sad. And I'm so grateful that today I can. Oops, there we go. I love my cat. Yes. Um, I forget what I was saying now. <laughs> uh, went right out of my head. Oh well, So being grateful for the hard things, I think, is really uh, important too. So you may have had a breakup of a relationship that forced you to find yourself and your strength in a deeper and more consistent way. Or maybe you lost a job that felt devastating when it happened, but a year later you realize it really was such a gift because you just, not only did did your soul not want to be there, but there was something better for you um, waiting for you. And I know that happens. I've coached a lot of people through that. Or maybe you had some financial difficulty and it allowed you to see that there are people in your life who really care about you and want to support you and were there for you when you needed them to be at a difficult time. Um, There's so much for us to be grateful for that um, sort of evolves around uh, the challenges that we face in our life. And um, this is a good time of year to stop and think about that. I know here in the States tomorrow, uh, it's usually really quiet. I love Thanksgiving morning. There's nothing going on. We're not, um, we're actually going out to a restaurant for dinner. I did it, we did it last year because we were just so devastated having just lost our cat. And we canceled Thanksgiving and went to a restaurant and it was just so relaxing and peaceful. We went to the Stage Neck Inn where I have the self-care by the sea retreats. We went to the Stage Neck and sat by the ocean and we thought, you know what? We're going to do that again this year on Thanksgiving and then on Saturday we're going to have a Friendsgiving. I can hear that word. I've not heard that before but not this year I hear it a lot. We have a whole group of friends that are coming to visit. Our friend Eileen is here from London. Russ Hudson, who is the Enneagram expert that I'm doing a retreat with next April, will be here for Thanksgiving. And our friends Bob and Melissa. And um, So it'll be nice to just have a group of friends. We're doing a potluck dinner on Saturday. And I'm sure then we'll also focus on some of the things that we're grateful for. So feel free to post here um, what it is you feel grateful for. I'd love to read some of them. And also if you have any questions or if there's anything I can offer some coaching with, um, I would be very happy to support you. So let me just look over here at the comments. Sarah says, I'm in the UK so we have no Thanksgiving. Wondering what it's like. Is it a bit like Christmas? Sarah, it's really um, a time here where people gather together around a meal and um, friends, family. Growing up in my family, my mom was always somebody who had a policy of an open table for anybody who didn't have family or didn't have any place to go on Thanksgiving. So it was always my direct family, which was nine of us. And then we never knew who was going to show up growing up. Sometimes um, it would be the local priest from our church. It would be an elderly client of my dad's who no longer had family friends of ours. um, Who's, you know, uh, Families had gone somewhere else, and they wanted to stay home. So we always just had an open table, and I've continued that that um, tradition in our own home. So whenever we do a Thanksgiving meal, everybody comes together, and we sit around, share a meal, talk about what we're grateful for. Some people watch sports; <laughs> football is a big um, a big. Pastime here on Thanksgiving, especially if the Patriots are playing, which is our team here in New England. Um, so there's no gifts exchanged. It's really sharing a meal and sharing friendship and time together. Um, so, in that way, although, this, and this year, Sarah, I have to say, it feels a little bit like Christmas because we had a snowstorm on last Thursday night. We had snow um, all morning today, uh, or snow all day yesterday. Today ended up, by the end of the day, being a beautiful blue. You know, crisp blue sunny day. Tonight's a, almost a full moon, a couple days and it'll be a full moon, full moon. But the skies are clear and the moon is out and it's so beautiful and bright. Sarah, I wonder if you can see it where you are. Um, anyway, so that's Thanksgiving. Um, Isabel, hi from Portugal, welcome to you. And Hannah and Diane. Um, hi Doreen from Haverhill, right next door. Sarah wants to know if I do private coaching anymore. I don't, Sarah. Um, I no longer, I have a few clients that I work with pro bono but I don't do any formal coaching. Um, but I do have, if you send an email to Cheryl at Cheryl you can request a list of coaches that, uh, whose work I'm very familiar with and I feel comfortable recommending them. I don't get any fee, referral fee. I just feel like I can't really recommend a coach unless um, I'm familiar with their work and I, you know, I, I feel good enough about the work that they do that I can speak on their behalf or I can, you know, I can recommend them and feel good about that. So you can send an email to Cheryl at CherylRichardson.com and um, you'll get a list of coaches. Hi Terry, glad you're here. And Janine, welcome. Um, Kim says, Hi Cheryl, great to be here live. I'm a friend of Ginger Burr's and we met again recently at her house. Yes. Ginger is the image consultant and a very close friend of mine. I've known her for years, 25 years, I think. Um, She's a wonderful uh, stylist and fashion consultant for women of all ages and all. She works especially well with midlife women. If you go to totalimageconsultants.com, you can see some of her before and after it's really beautiful work that she does she helps women to really create a wardrobe or an outfit that reflects the essence of their soul so it's not pretentious and it's not who you think you should be it's who you really are and clothes that just really enhance that about you um so kim thank you for being here i'm glad you're here hi joe um i'm glad you're here and uh Hannah says, I'm thankful for being okay with things being uncomfortable because growth can be that way for a season. Yes, that's true. That's true. You know, we can't we can't grow if we don't face challenges. How do you, you know, very few of us grow through joyful experiences. It's usually the challenges that we face, right? Um, yeah, Sarah gets it. Sure. Um, so Jess says, to stay grateful through pain. This is hard. How do you do it? I'm really sorry first of all, Jess, for your um your pain. I know it's really difficult to um, be in pain, and especially during the holiday season. Um, you know, because every night I post a gratitude list on Instagram, I, it's a ritual, so it doesn't matter what's going on, even when Poupon died or when difficult things have happened over this year, it's a practice. so I stop and I make myself think about what are What are the five things that I'm grateful for? And I know, Jess, you know, even if you're grateful that your heart beats, even though it feels broken, or you're grateful that um, you're grateful for the hope that someone else has. And I know that you're going to get through this. I know that uh, as difficult as heartbreak is, we heal from it. I promise you, we do. I did not think that was true a year ago. I really didn't, but I'm here to tell you it is true. And so even you can be grateful for um, the belief of somebody who believes that you'll be okay, even when you don't grateful for Facebook and the way it connects you and I together. So I can tell you that you're going to be okay. Um, You know, just noticing that. And at the same time, one of the ways we still stay grateful, interestingly enough, is by staying connected to our feelings, staying connected, allowing ourselves to cry. If we need to cry, allowing ourselves to feel the pain, Knowing that the more you're able to embrace and feel the pain, the quicker it will dissipate. You know, I realized that when Poupon died, I look back now and I think I had a certain number of um, tears. I feel like I had a certain amount of tears inside me that needed to be shed. And over time, the crying became less and less. I still cry about him. I still miss him. Michael and I would just laying in bed this morning, remembering him and just feeling so sad that he wasn't here. I remember Michael said to me this morning, I can't believe we haven't seen him in a year. And I don't know, there was just something about that, the way he said that, that just really you know, made me start to cry. And I thought, oh, there's still tears in there left. you know. So sometimes it's good to know that the more you cry, the more you're emptying yourself of the pain and you're nourishing your you're just nourishing your insides with the tears. I believe that to be true. So, Jess, I'm gonna um, I'm gonna grab my prayer book, my red prayer book that I always have here. And I'm gonna put you in it, sweetheart. I'm gonna do it right now. See, here it is. Look at all these names. Oops, can you see? Let's see, I know the lights. All these different names of people who asked to be in the prayer book. And Jess, you're going in there. Heal. I'm going to put heal from heartbreak. I'll say make it a little easier. How's that? All right, sweetheart. Let's see. Hi, Richard. Glad you're here. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I'm glad. I appreciate that. Um, Monica, welcome to you. And Carmen, Welcome from Colorado. I was just there in Boulder last weekend. Oh, can I tell you people? Boulder, Colorado is a very special place. You know, I love where we live and I can't imagine living anywhere else except maybe Boulder, Colorado. It's really great. All right, Natalie says, "Um, How do I come to terms with other people's deceit for their own benefit? It hurts to find out that I come with an open heart and they use it against me Or I allow them to because I'm feeling vulnerable at the moment. My mom passed away in September. So first of all, I'm so sorry for your loss, Natalie, losing your mom. That's really hard. And um, um, I don't, you know, it's hard for me to respond to that without knowing the specifics. It does hurt to know that um, there are some people who take advantage of our vulnerability or our generosity or our open-heartedness. Sometimes in my life when that's happened it's taught me that I need to be a little more um I need to be very discriminating about how I open myself to trusting others like it's it, how do I want to say that it's um I've learned that you know people have to earn my trust so it doesn't mean that I enter into a relationship feeling cynical and untrustworthy but I just enter and guarded. You know, it makes me think of Poupon again. One of the things he would teach me, somebody new would come into the house and he wouldn't just warm up to them. You know, if somebody went up to him too abruptly, he would back off. And if you went up really abruptly, he would hiss at you. And I would watch him. If you, if you were gentle and sensitive and just allowed him to come to you or reached out to him slowly, then he would move in a little bit. And it's such a great metaphor for us as human beings. You know, sensitive, loving, caring people aren't offended by your being reserved as you learn to get to know somebody and to, you know, feel a little safer with them. So maybe one of the things you can do is allow yourself to use this as an opportunity to to just practice being a little, a little uh, more protected as you get to know people. Sometimes, I mean, I've certainly experienced it. Sometimes our greatest lessons come from really difficult situations like that, where we get, you know, we get our heart broken or somebody does something like that. So I'm really sorry that that happened to you, sweetheart. Um, so, all right, let's see. Trying not to lose all of you here. Facebook just keeps. Moving. I saw Cheryl Richardson from Louisville, Kentucky. Hello, namesake. Lovely to see you. Oh, yes, we are from Louisville. Hi, Cheryl. Welcome. Um, so Diane says, my grandmom just died and it's bringing up the loss of something. It's so hard, but I'm thankful I've had time with them. Yes. Um Oh, Jess. <laughs> so um Yes. Grief brings up other grief. It's just a normal part of the process. In some ways, it's like when we lose somebody, it gives us a chance to kind of do the um, do some of the grieving for other losses that we've had in addition to the people that um, we've lost. So I'm so sorry for that, but you will get through it without a doubt. And um, Jess, my heart is with you too, sweetheart. Um, so let's see. Sheila... Your dog's doing better. That's great. Julie says, Cheryl, you were mentioning dogs. Yes, I was just saying, oh, that's what I was mentioning before. Thank you. I was saying that one of the great things that happens with um, dogs, thanks Julie, uh, one of the real gifts that animals give us and the reason it's so hard to lose them is you come into a room and they light up and dogs in particular just light right up, don't they, when they see you? And you know, as human beings we need that. We want We want somebody's eyes to light up when we walk into a room. We want to feel like they really, you know, love us and see us and are so grateful that we're there. And animals give us that experience. And I think it heals the child in us in a very powerful way. So thank you so much, um, Julie, for helping me to remember that's what I was saying. (laughs) Hi, Douglas. Happy Thanksgiving to you too. And Gretchen, welcome. Um, Oh, Colleen, I'm so sorry. She says that his her brother, uh, My brother and his wife lost their baby this week. Any thoughts on holding space for them this holiday? Yes, Colleen. Um, being with them if they feel like being with someone and just simply just being with them. I think it's really important to not, when someone's, let's say, grieving and they're crying, I make a point of not touching them. I don't want to interfere with their process. I just want to be able to um, be with them Uh, listen you know just simply say things like yes I get how hard I'm sorry this is so hard for you tell me more tell me more because I think in the beginning sometimes we need to talk about it everybody grieves in different ways but um, it may be that uh, just being with them and certainly doing some things to help them out you know like um, being able to make meals and stuff like that so they can just not have to worry about life stuff while they're just with this initial process is really, really helpful. It's so important to not give advice, to not try and fix things, to just be present with people's pain. It's not easy to do um, but I tell myself when that happens and I've been with people in very difficult situations I say to myself, Cheryl, just be present. Presence is the greatest gift you can give anybody whether they're grieving or not. We have so little of that these days. Okay, let's see. Uh. (laughs) Sarah says, Thanksgiving sounds wonderful. I might start a campaign to get Thanksgiving over here in the UK. It's great. Yeah, it is great. It's a a great idea and a great practice to be grateful. Um, Let's see. Yeah, yes, yes, yes. Loss is so hard, I know. I know. Marianne says, I would love to be skilled at public speaking? Let's see. You know, the best way to get skilled uh, uh, Mary at Mary Yam, the best way to get skilled at public speaking is to start speaking. To do a lot of it. The only way you get good is to do a lot of it. And I would really recommend that you check out the Tapping Solution. I use tapping for speaking for years and it's incredibly helpful. As a matter of fact, Nick Ortner, Nick and Jess Ortner have a new app called the Tapping Solution app that is fantastic. All kinds of tapping videos where you could can, can actually do the tapping with Jess or with Nick. You can measure your success. They've got tapping sequences for speaking. So, Miriam, I would totally check that out, um, uh, the Tapping Solution. You can find it in the App Store. It's fantastic. That would be really helpful. Um, Sherry says, I've just had to surrender a family pet and I can't deal with the pain of that decision. He is at the sanctuary, not the pound, but I'm heartbroken over the loss of him in our daily lives. Um, I'm assuming, Sherry, that you had to do that for good reasons. When I had to put, when Michael and I had to put Poupon to sleep, it was, um, incredibly painful and hard and the only thing that made that easier was knowing that we loved him so much that we didn't want to um, we didn't want him to suffer and both Michael and I said that our love had to be greater our, the, our love of that animal and our our concern for his welfare had to be far greater than our desire to have him. I'm assuming sherry that the reason you surrendered a family pet, Um, is because it was the right decision for you and for the pet. You know, if it's the right decision for us, it ultimately is the right decision for an animal. Um, Either they find another forever home and they adapt very, very well. Uh, The fact that he's in a sanctuary, uh, I'm not sure what the situation is. But what I can tell you, Sherry, is it's so important to allow yourself to feel the grief, the loss of the love, But don't relive the details of the surrender. Just like I don't relive the details of Poupon's last week or his last day or the the act of putting him to rest. There's absolutely nothing to be gained by that. And so I won't do it. And anytime I'm tempted to do it, it's just normal human behavior. I just say to myself, sweetheart, you don't have to go there. There's no point in going there. Let's stay with the loving memories. And so, Sherry, it's just new, honey. You've just done this, so it's going to take a little while. And um, you will get through it. And assuming it's the right thing for this family pet, um, it's an extraordinary loving act. And I'm really grateful that you were able to do that. Um, So Victoria, Victoria says, I'm in France and in great difficulty, actually. I'm reading Stand Up For Your Life. I love your book. However, being rejected I'm alone and I would like to know if there would be a coach in my country. Yes, there is. Um, I'm assuming you speak English because you write perfect English. Victoria, the um, the good news is that most experienced coaches work by Skype, Zoom, the telephone. So you can also send an email to Cheryl at CherylRichardson.com and connect with um, some of the coaches that i recommend i said earlier that i have a handful of coaches i recommend i don't get a fee for that i just know their work and appreciate them you can also go to coachfederation.org it's the um it's the international coach federations website and they have a coach referral service so it's coachfederation.org and um and you can, um, you can look for a coach there as well. It, um, and also remember this, Victoria. Somebody said this to me once when I was rejected and I was in a lot of pain. She said, every rejection is God's protection. Imagine that. Every rejection is God's protection. You might be protected and you may not know it now, but at some point it might become crystal clear to you. So hold that vision. All right, let's see. A few more and then we'll close up for tonight. Um, Yeah, let's see. Hi from Brisbane, Australia. Um, Yep, okay. Athelia says, How does shadow work coaching differ from life coaching? I'm considering this support. I'm thankful for the universe giving me the opportunity and courage to change direction. But remembering that in the moment of overwhelm and uncomfortable, it's not always easy. No, it's not. It's scary to change direction it's not, and it's, it's scary to make changes. But if you're not changing, you're dying. You're either, you're either moving forward or you're going backwards. Um, you would have to read about shadow coaching, shadow work coaching through um, DebbieFord.com. I love her stuff. And I would what I would do, Athelia, is I would interview both coaches that do that kind of coaching and regular coaches. So you might want to get the list that I'm talking about and you may want to talk to on the list Nancy. Write this down, Athelia. Nancy um, Baker and uh, Anastasia Bryce. Those are two people on the list that I'd recommend you talk to. And then interview a couple of coaches that do the shadow work coaching and then trust yourself. You'll know what's right. You'll know um, you'll know uh, after talking to them, you'll have a good sense of, you want to have a sense of, yes, this is the coach I want to work with. And um, that, will, that will help you to make the decision. So I would check those two things out. Okay, let me see. I'm just scrolling down here. Happy Thanksgiving to everybody. Um, yeah. Yeah. Natalie says, I found in my grief that some friends just made it easier for me by making a sandwich or tea. It's so true, isn't it? Same thing for me when people were just available to help out with meals or to just, especially, you know, I remember my sister, Lisa, when Poupon died, she had lost her dog, I think a year before. And she called me. I remember just sitting in the driveway one night, I was in the car crying. She said to me, I know how hard this is. You and I love animals the same way. And I promise you, you're going to, you'll get through this. And I was so comforted by that because it felt like I'd never get through it. So sometimes being with other people that really do know, have been through it, can be incredibly helpful. And of course, I would never say to someone who lost a child, I'm so sorry, I know how you feel because I've not lost a human child. I've lost a furry child. um, And I don't know whether they feel the same or different. Um, But it just can be very helpful to just do simple things for people and to be there for them. Okay. Um, yes, Toastmasters for public speaking. I second that. Um, and tapping for grief is incredibly helpful. I agree with that too. Okay, so I think I'm going to wrap up. I'm just looking. Um, yes, Happy Thanksgiving to everybody who's writing in. I, I appreciate that so much. Um, thank you, Judy. I, I receive your gratitude. Thank you. Um, yeah, thanks, Kim. I feel connected to you too, sweetheart. All of you. When I do this, I really do. Um, okay. You know what? I'm going to. Um, yeah. Good, Athelia. I'm glad you got that. Um, I'm going to. I'm going to finish up now. Corazoncito. Uh, I want to thank you for your words. My work life has improved. I'm so glad. Oh, gracias, began. I'm so glad about that. Um, all right. So, I'm grateful for you. I'm glad you're here with me. I'm glad you follow Facebook. I'm glad you um, get my newsletter and that you sort of follow my life. I'm really grateful for that. I appreciate you. And I hope whether you're celebrating Thanksgiving tomorrow or not, because you're in another country, I, um, I want you to know that gratitude is healing. And if you could take the time tonight to make a list of five things you feel grateful for, feel free to Share it with me here on Facebook or um, on my Instagram account. You just need to look for Coach on Call. That's the username. And uh, in the meantime, I'll see you again next week. I'm going to be here on Tuesday. Tuesday is Giving Day here. I don't know if it's international, but certainly here in the States, it's Giving Tuesday. And uh, Michael and I are giving something special, and we want to tell you about it and um, invite you to join us. So, I'll be, um, make sure you're subscribed to my newsletter at CherylRichardson.com and you'll find out exactly when we'll be doing that. All right? All right, everybody. Thank you so much. Happy Thanksgiving. Bye.